Hey everybody. How's everybody doing? It's Thursday morning, turkey day, football day. Hope everybody's doing good. It's just going to be me today. Everybody's doing the family thing this week. Uh, Aaron's actually in the woods right now with his with his wife trying to bag the big one. Uh, no, uh, his club is had some has had a big one put down and I think he said so far through one week well I think he said since archery season but they've put down six six bucks and about the same number of does uh, I know Aaron's club isn't that big of an archery club so those numbers aren't too bad he did tell me they had an 11 point on the ground or in the log book so to speak so let's hope Aaron and them have some luck up there over turkey day weekend and he bags him a big one danny's doing his hunting as well but danny's actually in town he's just doing the family thing so i'm coming at you by my lonesome we're gonna i don't know i guess we could talk about what happened in the sec last week even though um there wasn't too many good games there's only about two good games and that's not even counting that Tennessee Tennessee Missouri game. I don't I don't know what that was. Definitely wasn't a football game. Um, it was uh, like Tennessee took two steps forward and three steps back. I mean, but uh, just some observations I had from last week. Oh, dealing with a little runny nose, so apologize for any gross sounds you hear on the podcast today. Um, but uh, everybody, I'm on the Twitter, and I I don't tweet things. I uh, just mainly mainly on Twitter for you know the the NFL updates, college football updates. Follow a lot of Tennessee stuff. Follow recruiting things and whatnot. And Danny Cannell, I love Danny Cannell. Loved him when he was on the Rosillo and Danny Cannell show on ESPN. It took him about a year, but Rosillo finally had worked on him. He was calming down a little bit. He was giving the SEC and Bama credit. And then when he got fired and went to, what is it, CBS now, I believe. But if you follow Danny Cannell on Twitter, you know he's just an SEC hater. And he does it to get attention. But, you know, some of the things, like this past week, you know, he's all on the UCF bandwagon, which... Uh, the only thing I agree with Danny Cannell on is that there needs to be eight teams in the college football playoff. Uh, that's obvious from you got five conferences. How are you going to exclude one of them? And then you've got Notre Dame, who you didn't make join a conference. And I know I'm repeating arguments I've made on the show before, but it's the fact that college football fans allow this to happen, which uh, – Americans have shown that they can boycott things, but football's football. People love watching football. You would almost have to, everybody quit watching and say, the reason we're not watching is because there's not an 18 playoff. But, but so UCF played Cincinnati this week, and it was close in the beginning, and then Cincinnati outpaced them. And then, obviously, this is Cupcake Weekend. It was Cupcake Weekend for the SEC last weekend. So you had Alabama Citadel, Florida, Idaho, uh, Georgia, UMass, Auburn, Liberty, 
LSU Rice, uh, South Carolina Chattanooga. You know, they're all playing group of fives. Uh, I believe Liberty, UMass, the Citadel, and Chattanooga at one point would have been one double A or FCS, but they're all. You know, that's still a little confusing right now. This I'm doing this at seven in the morning, so we'll we'll skip that. But just know that it's not great competition, which is why it surprised me Saturday when I was checking scores and Alabama was at one point in the second quarter up ten to seven on the Citadel. I was like, I was looking around. I said, Tua must not be playing, or I really thought Tua had broke his leg in half for them only to be up 10-7 in the second quarter. And then I checked the stats, and Tua was actually playing real good. He was like eight of ten at the time, and like a hundred and thirty, hundred and fifty something yards with a touchdown. Uh, so. There hadn't been any turnovers. I, I, I don't I didn't watch the Alabama game because it was against Citadel and as much as Danny wants to make me out as an Alabama fan, uh, I could care less. I only care about Alabama when they play people from other conferences because uh, it's another thing Danny Cannell doesn't get is you root for your conference. Why wouldn't you root for a team in your conference to make your conference look better? As long as you're not rooting for them against your own team, what's the point? But if Alabama plays Ohio State, why wouldn't I root for Alabama to win? Yeah, Alabama and Tennessee have a rivalry. I don't like losing to Alabama. But if a team's going to beat me, why would I want them to lose the rest of the year? I'd want them to be the best team that they could be. Auburn and Alabama fans, maybe they're just a little too rednecky to get that. I don't know. But... Oh. Y'all just got to hear an alarm go off. I forgot to silence. So, and then you had Florida gearing up for Florida State this weekend by playing the good old Idaho Vandals, and they blew them out, which they were supposed to. Actually, they covered their point spread. I didn't think they would. I didn't know if they could cover 40 points with the way that offense has looked at time this year. Um, It really surprised me. The Arkansas, the Arkansas Mississippi State game, just for it was fifty-two to six. I didn't watch a lot of it, uh, just because it was a blowout and State seemed to be doing whatever they want to. But I really thought I don't know if it's because Arkansas gave everything they had against LSU, or State's finally clicking. I don't know. Maybe Moorhead's figured something out, but you know. Uh, it just, I mean, Nick Fitzgerald only threw four, 14 passes and had four touchdowns, so very efficient. He also ran the ball for 85. Arenas Williams had 100. I wish Aaron was on to explain why Hill wasn't playing, but, you know, we'll figure that out next week when we're talking about conference championships games and you know, we make our picks every week, and Aaron and Danny are vying for the title. There's not much I could do right now unless I just picked against them in every game, and every game was an upset or whatnot, but that's not going to happen. But what these guys don't know is that this pick doesn't end. 
on championship weekend. This thing's going to run until SEC teams are done playing, which means we're going to pick bowl games, baby. But, no, uh, Mississippi State, it was a great performance. The only thing I can think of is, I mean, Arkansas didn't score a touchdown. They kicked field goals, so – which is a great defensive effort. Bob Shoops is actually up for uh, the Broyles Award, which is the uh, top uh, assistant coach in the nation. Uh, to that, that this just shows you what what he can do with talent, and the talent that was lacking at Tennessee the two years he was there, because he had top twenty five defenses at Vanderbilt. He had top twenty five, top ten cl- defenses at Penn State. He had 90th-ranked defenses at Tennessee, and then he comes to Mississippi State and he's putting together another top 10, top 15 defense. I believe Mississippi State is top 10 in score. I mean, he's just done a great job with talent there. Um, I wish I could say something bad about him, but it's obviously it was a Tennessee thing as opposed to a Bob Shoup thing. Uh, it was a Butch Jones Butch Jones and a talent thing, apparently, at Tennessee instead of him just not knowing what he was doing. Vanderbilt and Ole Miss had the best game of the week. An overtime game, Vanderbilt winning 36-29. to um, I really had higher hopes for, for Ole Miss this year. I thought their offense would be – of course, everybody's getting hurt at the end of the year, but – Ole Miss had players, and uh, I was really not hoping, but I was expecting a little more of them. I didn't expect the defense to be as bad as it was, but we'll see. So, with that being said, I don't have I don't have the standings in front of me. I keep telling myself I need to write it down with Aaron, just in case something like this were to happen, but. You know, I don't just because Aaron's wacky scoring system. I don't know how hard it would have been to say you went seven and two this week, you went eight and one this week. But Aaron's got his method; it's working apparently. I'm like ten games out. Aaron and Danny are fighting for it, which I mean, I owe money anyway. I'm not worried about it, and you know talking a big game this year and didn't happen but let's pick us some games so the reason i'm doing this at seven o'clock thursday morning and thanksgiving instead of getting uh, turkey stuff ready is that there happens to be a football game tonight and that would be the old eggnog bowl wouldn't it be some if they play for some eggnog but you know that's christmas it's the egg bowl tonight I find it really weird that they play on Thanksgiving night. You got the in I don't know. Just seems like th- just seems like Thanksgiving's an NFL day. Why are you going to throw college out there? Because I definitely ain't going to watch the game. I got my Saints on tonight. Saints playing the Falcons on Thanksgiving night. Come on now. And I got money on the game. Good money too, boys and girls. I believe in who dats. This it's 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 a magical season. I grew up, you know, my dad, we grew up, my dad's from New Orleans, mom's from New Orleans. 
maybe there was a little gambling back in the day. But since then, my mom has worked at the casino since I was, oh, let's say, oh, five. So that's going on 23 years now. There's gambling in the family. Blackjack player. But anyway, there's one thing I was always told from a little kid. You never bet on the Saints. If you bet for them to win, they'll lose. If you bet for them to lose, they'll win. But the Saints are 8-2 against the spread this year. Now, the spread's a little tricky this week. It's 13. I like the over-under bet myself. 61 points with the way the Saints have been playing, and Atlanta's got an offense. It was kind of like that uh, Kansas City-St. Louis, or, ooh, look at that. Kansas City-LA Rams game that had that big old point spread at 63 and a half, and then boys went out and scored 104 points. 104. It's a lot of points. I found it hard to believe that it was the first time ever two team, two NFL teams that scored 50 points each in a game. Yeah, let that sink in. The Saints came close to doing that one time when they played the Giants a couple years ago with old Eli Manning and Drew Brees trading touchdowns like they were Pokemon cards. Uh, I believe Drew threw for seven and Eli threw for six, and they uh, the Saints won – 52-49 in a shootout. So, you get games like that, and then it's hard to believe that two teams had never scored 50 in the same game. So, all right. Well, uh, it's totally got off picking college football to talk about money in the NFL, but let's see. Okay. Aaron picking state, obviously, even though he owes his money. Aaron's conflicted sometimes. You know, he went to Mississippi State, started out as a mechanical engineer. Then he was going to be a, a, a wildlife biologist, game warden type person. And then he, he then he just became an English teacher. He liked reading. Uh, we all like reading, but I don't know. Danny may not like reading. I don't know. Me and Aaron like reading books, learning things. But... But anyway, became an English teacher. Then he went to Ole Miss to become a principal. I mean, one of them's giving you more money, Aaron. But he's a he's a bulldog through and through when it comes to football. I don't even know if he root. See, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, that's that one thing. It's Aaron doesn't want Ole Miss to win ever, ever. Uh, I guess it doesn't really – I don't know. But anyway, Aaron's picking state. It'll probably be a – well, it probably won't be a good game just from the way the Arkansas game was. Yeah, almost got a better uh, offense than Arkansas, but they probably have just about as good defense or a little worse. Danny's picking state as well. You know what? I'm like eight games behind. I'm picking Ole Miss. I think State will win, but I'm going to pick Ole Miss. Writing this down. I'm picking I'm picking these on the fly, guys, you know. Uh, Missouri, Arkansas at Missouri. It's not Missouri. You got to say Missouri. Missouri. And they're both picking Missouri. Strong pick, especially after that dismantling of Tennessee. 
I can't in good and conscious pick a two and nine Arkansas team against Missouri after what they did at home going with Missouri or Mizzou. It's not Missouri. It's it's either Mizzou or Missouri. Uh, okay. Florida at Florida State. Yeah, no. Both these guys are picking Florida. They're a little vanilla on their picks. Of course, Danny did get to see Aaron's picks before he sent them in. So, there we go. Just putting that out there. But, no. Florida State's looked terrible this year. I meant to look back. They they played Boston College tough, but that was another game where Boston College come off playing a tough game against Clemson. Maybe they... Maybe they were still feeling that loss. Floyd's a rivalry game. It's a noon, it's an 11 o'clock game on ABC. It's early. I can't pick against the SEC. I got U of F. Everybody's picking U of F. U of F. It's a wash. This game doesn't matter anymore. Georgia, Georgia Tech. This one. This is intriguing. Georgia Tech runs a triple option. If you can't stop the run, then they'll beat you with a pass or two. Georgia Tech's played good this year. They're sitting above 500, I want to say. I don't follow the ACC as much. I look at a few of the games. Um, but it's hard to pick against Georgia right now. But this is a game that has bitten Georgia in the butt a few times just because of what Georgia Tech runs. I'm trying to look it up right now just to see what Georgia Tech is. Georgia Tech's 7-4. and four. I mean, that's a good record for them. I mean, yeah, they had that one year where they, uh, I believe they beat Mississippi State in the Orange Bowl pretty good with uh, old Dacky Prescott. Once again, I'm going to have to ask Aaron these questions whenever he gets on next time. But yeah, Georgia Tech, number two in the Atlantic Coast Coastal Division. Huh. <laughs> well, these two boys are picking Georgia. If maybe this was the Georgia, they've they've looked better. They've gone back to the running game. Georgia's got athletes. I, you know, I, I'm gonna pick Georgia Tech. You know, not not because I think they're gonna win, but I, I need to close this gap or just widen it to a margin that is obnoxiously large. So that's what that pick is. Alabama-Auburn. Aaron is picking the Crimson Tide. I am picking the Crimson Tide. Danny, our Auburn fan, has so much faith in Gus and his head coach that he's picking Alabama to win. Now, I don't blame Danny for this. It's actually smart. You don't pick with the heart. You pick with the head. I picked with the heart last week with Tennessee. Lost. 
there's a saying Alabama don't beat Auburn teams that have won nine games. I wish this thing showed game, uh, win-loss records, but I've got to go to the old trusty trusty phone in the ESPN app. But I don't believe Auburn is at nine wins yet. They can't be. I believe they're at eight. If I had an Auburn fan on here, he could tell me. Okay, so they have seven. Which means Nick Saban will beat them. But it's true. Alabama's never beaten an Auburn team with nine wins. But that is not the case, I say today, this weekend. Oh, next we roll on down to Tennessee at Vanderbilt. Both teams, both teams playing for a bowl bid. I honestly think Vanderbilt needs this more than Tennessee. Both five and six. Winner goes to a bowl game. But the difference is, is Derek Mason's in his fourth year, third or fourth year. He's got to show some improvement. Jeremy Pruitt took over a bad Tennessee program that's already improved on last year by winning five games and knocking off two ranked opponents in Auburn and Kentucky. That being said, Aaron is taking Tennessee. Danny's taking Vanderbilt. If Tennessee plays like they did against Kentucky, they roll. If they play like they did against Missouri, they'll lose by 20. Eh, maybe not 20. They'll lose by 10. Or two touchdowns, maybe. We'll see. But... Tennessee is trying to figure this out. I have a feeling it depends which quarterback plays. Uh, I mean, Tennessee's offensive line did a great job against Kentucky, who's got a future first-round pick in Josh Allen on the D-line. They opened up running holes. The quarterback didn't get hit. And then against Missouri, they reverted back to what they've been all season, and he just got clobbered. So, We'll see if they wake up or if they got the big head. Uh, But I'm going to pick Tennessee. Uh, I got to. This game doesn't really hurt me as much because they're picking differently. But next we have Kentucky at Louisville. Um, They're both taking Kentucky. Bobby Petrino's been fired. They're two and nine. They give up a million points a game. Kentucky can score a lot of points. I'm really interested in Kentucky. You know, they've had their best year in years. Um, Benny Snell won't be back next year, or he shouldn't be back next year. He should go to the draft. He's got. He's got over 3,000 yards on his body in three years. He he needs to try the NFL. But Terry Wilson will be back next year. Got to be. I would love for him to for him to take a step. Yeah, I'm a Tennessee fan. I want to beat Kentucky. We beat Kentucky this year. I want to beat them every year. But 
he's got a he's got so much athletic ability. I really would love to see what he could do if he could just throw the ball a little bit better than what he's throwing right now. But I think the defense against Louisville and then Kentucky's offense ability against a Louisville defense that's just terrible. Uh, it's a clean sweep. We're all going Kentucky. I can't pick Louisville in that game. Next, we got Clemson, South Carolina. Clemson's number two team in the country. It's obvious. They are the most SEC team that is not in the SEC since Florida State and Ohio State won championships with SEC coaches. There was a reason Florida State hired Jimbo at LSU from Nick Saban. He knew what it took to beat SEC teams, and I believe they beat an Auburn team, Danny. Well, when's the last time Tennessee played for a national championship? I go, blah, 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 blah. That's Danny's only excuse. You talk about Auburn, he brings up when's the last time your team did anything. And then I have to tell him about Tennessee winning more national championships, having more wins, more draft picks, Peyton Manning, 97 championship game, you know. You got to break these boys down. Then you go, well, Cam Newton, who we paid for. Once again, I hate Cam Newton. He cost me money. I stupidly bet money on the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton, and it cost me. Cam Newton. Um, yeah, we're all taking Clemson. I, I would love to be able to take South Carolina in this game, you know, back when old the hat or the visor was there and the old ball coach. But, no, this is a different Clemson team and different and different South Carolina team from when they were winning 11 games every year. So we're going, everybody's going Clemson. LSU at Texas A&M. Texas A&M, they played UAB last week. I thought UAB, the the spread was 17. I actually thought UAB would cover that, and A&M ended up winning by 21. And UAB's a good team. Um, LSU beat Arkansas. Didn't cover, like I told everybody they wouldn't. That 14 points was, take that back, that was two weeks ago. LSU played Rice this past week, beat the hell out of them. I'm talking about LSU-Arkansas, which was two weeks ago. LSU didn't cover that point spread, told everybody they wouldn't. Uh, These boys are taking LSU. I'm taking A&M. A&M's playing pretty good. End of the year, LSU so-so. It's a road game. Uh, probably going to be a little chilly. I just like A&M. Uh, I've got to take A&M. So that's one, two, three. It's four games I'm picking different than Danny and three different against Aaron. If crazy stuff happens, maybe I make a climb, but it's pretty much done for me. I owe someone half a dinner. Which I don't mind paying. It's all in good fun. Well, I think that's going to do it for me. I've got to go get ready to cook a ton of food that I'm going to be eating on for the next week and a half. 
I wish the guys would have been on. I have to talk to them. Next time they're on, we're going to have to talk about our favorite Thanksgiving food dishes. You know, uh, you got your turkey and this and that. Oh, I love, mine is deviled egg. I'll go ahead and tell you. I like a good deviled egg. Just something about the creaminess. And then, it, especially if they're cold. Ooh. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, mm. It'd be between, maybe that's my appetizer. And then, you know, I'm not, turkey and ham, your main proteins I ain't worried about. A good turkey cornbread dressing. Ain't no stuffing. I don't, that makes no sense putting that stuff in a bird and then pulling it out or however you do it. Dressing. You make it, you put it in the oven, it cooks. I don't get these people, why would you stuff a bird with bread and then yank it out of a body cavity? That's just gross. But yeah, deviled egg, a little turkey cornbread dressing. And for dessert, you got to go with a pumpkin pie. I'm not a pecan pie person. And I don't know why. I just, it's something about it. I don't like it. Uh, people in the South love it. I, I, I eat grits. I'm good. I'm a Southerner. But I, I'm just not a pecan pie. If you say pecan pie, you're either from Savannah or you're from the North. We say pecan down here in this neck of the woods. But anyway, that's going to do it from the one man band. We'll catch y'all next week, hopefully, with everybody on the radio. And hopefully. Hopefully, I've got some stories to tell about Danny. He's going to get upset because he's sensitive. And hopefully Aaron's got a story of putting putting something down with his wife in the woods with him. Or we get to tell him that his wife is uh, bad luck. But anyway, that's going to do it for me. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Travel safe. Good night. <laughs>